Hey everyone, welcome to episode 20 of Play On Gamer. This is the audio version. I happened to record a video version last week. It's on my YouTube channel. Uh, pretty rough looking, but uh, unplanned. I really planned to make an audio version, but uh, I left my mic at home, so I was forced to make a video version. So if you want to check it out, go to youtube.com backslash gamersblock. youtube.com backslash gamersblock. G-A-M-E-R-S-B-L-O-C-K. You can see uh, my YouTube channel there. I'll be uh, uploading um, weekly video versions of Play On Gamer. And also um, I have other shows in the making on that will be uh, located on that YouTube page. Okay, so let's pause for a moment and then I'll get right into episode 20 of Play On Gamer, the audio version. Okay, so on today's episode, we're going to look over a recent article from Yahoo Finance about this year's holiday video game outlook. We'll also be looking at uh, which publishers are going to have huge sales for this holiday season. A popular game which may have reached its peak before this holiday season, which is Bad News for its publisher. And finally, new growth trends coming out of the holiday season and emerging to 2019. You know, it's like everybody wants to be involved in esports, and the latest entry is from Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, also known as MLSE. Now, according to the writer of the Yahoo Finance article, Wayne Duggan, he references um, key bank analysis, uh, Evans Wing Green's uh, deep dive uh, findings. Now, um, if you have a video game mind, then you don't really need to pay that pay that much interest into uh, what this analysis is telling investors what they should look uh, what they should look um, which they should be watching in terms of what uh, gamers will be buying for each other or for um, other people or for themselves is what I mean to be was what I meant to say. Because if you have a game in mind, then you know for sure like what gamers are going to buy for themselves or for other people. More like the biggest holiday release, in my opinion, has to be Red Dead Redemption Two. There's not a person with a gaming mind that will not buy this game or not will not buy this game for other people, whether it's alone or in a console bundle. You know this game is going to sell like crazy. I'm gonna buy it eventually i'm gonna wait a little while but you have people like my brother who are who are picking up this friday now also um the key bank analysis also lists this game along with black ops 4 world of warcraft and the destiny expansions as the most holiday as the most have holiday gifts now two publishers with the largest holiday releases of this holiday season is of course uh take two with uh, their uh, Rockstar game, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, and also Activision. Activision. <laughs> I'm not gonna say, I, I said Activision, Activision. I mean Activision Bizarre. Now, not mentioned, but I would like to also add is Electronic Arts uh, to the list. Electronic Arts has Battlefield 5 coming out this holiday season, which is gonna be a great seller. And also, you know, they have their sports titles, especially. Um, the sports titles are great holiday sellers, whether it's the NBA series or the NHL series. They both do really well in Canada, especially the NHL series. And uh, for 
most specifically the NHL series does really, really, really well because the NHL series has always been like in terms of holiday season, Christmas holiday season, it's like a requirement. Like NHL has to be bundled with every video game console out there. It's going to be bundled with uh, the PlayStation 4. It's going to be bundled with the Xbox One X. It's going to be bundled with the Switch. Especially if you live in Canada, there's no way you're not going to see this on store shelves. It's going to be bundled. It's going to be right beside the Red Dead Redemption 2 bundle with PlayStation 4 alongside the NBA bundle, NBA 19 bundle, either for Xbox or PlayStation 4. It's going to be there on the store shelves. Okay, so moving on. Uh, I recently mentioned a popular game which may have reached its peak before the holiday season. That game happens to be Fortnite. Yes, the game that makes reportedly over $100 million a month from user uh, bought content. Uh, This uh, release from Epic Games seems to have reached its peak. Now, let's get into uh, some comments made by uh, an analysis from Ticker Tags. Now, this analysis team, um, Jacob Allen, told MarketWatch.com the following, and I quote, We've been waiting for a peak Fortnite to happen, and it's finally did. It means more time for other games, end quote. Now, a couple episodes back, I mentioned that my um, family member, a family member criticized me for not playing Fortnite. Now, it turns out that... um, you know, he was a huge uh, fanboy of Fortnite. And, you know, it turns out that he's given up on Fortnite. Most recently, I went over to his place and I seen him playing something I've never seen him play before. I seen him play Spider-Man. Hey, that's not a PlayStation 4. Sorry. <laughs> Why did I mess it up? Sorry, that's not a Switch release. That's an exclusive PlayStation 4 title. So what happened was he had sold his Switch... He had sold all of his games, including Fortnite, to get a PlayStation 4 with Horizon and Spider-Man. And it turns out, you know, um, I was talking to him about why he made this decision. And, you know, he just based it on social media, you know, his friends. You know, basically, Fortnite is not as cool as it used to be. And, you know, what's cool is Spider-Man. Spider-Man happens to be the... The most popular um, comic book character that's featured, that has jumped to video games, especially now with the um, Venom movie, which is not um, d- directly uh, related to Spider-Man. But uh, basically, when you think of Spider-Man, you think of Venom. And basically, you know, Spider-Man is on everybody's mind these days, whether you're a video game or you're not a video gamer, you're into watching movies or a comic book fan. You know, Marvel uh, Marvel and it, Marvel uh, properties that have been extended out to um, studios like Sony have been uh, on everybody's mind these days. So, you know, it turns out that uh, Fortnite has reached its peak. And let's get more into what, when, where, and how, and... Let's get into why Fortnite has reached its peak, according to analysis reports. Now, Season 6 of Fortnite, which made its debut on September 27th, was fairly tame in terms of Twitter mentions, according to a recent report from Ticker Tags. Launch day mentioned frequency for the terms Fortnite and Battle Pass each fell 37% with Season 6 launch relative to Season 5's launch per Ticket Tags. 
M-Science transaction data indicates that daily players were down 37% as well with season six debut. So if you want to see this um, article in front of you, which is, uh, it'll give you more detailed information on why Fortnite has reached its peak. Again, this is an article from marketwatch.com. So just head into your search browser and write uh, this chart suggests that we've reached peak Fortnite at MarketWatch, and you should be able to pick up the article that um, I just referenced. Now, looking forward into the holiday season and into 2019, esports is part of uh, the new growth trends heading to 2019. Really, it's um, analysis or they're looking at uh, esports and mobile gaming, but we'll just talk about esports for now, which um, is also... Um, We'll get more into esports into uh, episode twenty-one of Play on Gamer. Uh, actually, um, to give you a preview of that, um, some sports teams are actually seeing esports as a threat to their business. We'll get more into that in episode twenty-one of Play on Gamer, both on the audio format and visual format. Anyways, let's continue on with Play on Gamer episode twenty. So in Canada. We've already seen two companies take a piece of the e-gaming market, sorry, e-sports market. Um, first, it, to my knowledge, first it was Cineplex Entertainment. Back in 2015, they invested $15 million to um, venture into e-sports. And um, out of that $15 million, they made a purchase of $10 million of the World Gaming Network. So uh, what they do with the World Gaming Network is basically they use that to set up online tournaments uh, based on um, console games. And then from there on, they move it from the online space into their um, retail space, which would be their movie theaters. And then they um, host tournaments from there on for um, for uh, competitors and for spectators to uh, attend. So most recently, they've uh, I think they started off with a Street Fighter tournament in association with PlayStation. They've recently had a Rocket League tournament and a Lego Dimensions tournament for kids. Now, moving forward, um, they'll be um, in partnership with MLSE for... Um, uh, they're actually making a Maple Leafs uh, sports uh, league for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now... Another player in the um, esports realm in Canada is MLSE. I just referenced one of the sports properties, the Toronto Maple Leafs, but basically they're one of the largest sports um, sports companies in Canada. They own the tr the properties of the Toronto Raptors. They own um, Toronto Maple Leafs, Toronto FC. If I'm not mistaken, maybe the Argos. I'm not really sure about that. But basically, they own every major sports property in Canada, except for the Toronto Blue Jays, which is owned by it's owned one hundred percent by Rogers Media. Rogers Media and Bell Media of are, of course, um, they're uh, together in terms of this MLSE partnership. But um, Rogers Communication owns one hundred percent of the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, um, going back into this um, Maple Leaf uh, Sports Entertainment 
uh, esports league, you know, it's not a new thing. Like throughout the past uh, couple of years, there's been a number of NBA teams, a number of NFL teams that have um, introduced uh, their own um, uh, esports uh, esport league for the for the team. So um, a couple of weeks ago, MLSC, they added the Toronto Maple Leafs to the mix. And um, here's what they'll be doing with World Gaming League. They'll be holding a tournament online that will, um, this is this will involve NHL 19. They'll be holding a tournament online, and then the winners decided via rankings will face off at the Scotiabank Arena. Scotiabank Arena is the new is the new name given to the arena that the Toronto Maple Leaf and the Toronto Raptors games play their home games in. Originally, it was known as the ACC or the Air Canada Centre. So they'll be holding the finals for this uh, Maple Leafs uh, gaming league on uh, January third, two thousand nineteen. So um, to wrap up this whole topic at hand, you know, the holiday season will also will always be a critical time to make huge revenue. And um, going forward into the new year and into um, the years beyond, game publishers that adopt esports and mobile gaming, they're in to make some serious, serious, serious revenue. And, um, you know... The publishers that do include um, esports and mobile gaming into their games are going to see more. Po- not only do they make money, but they'll they'll see more popularity in their games. Like social media discussion of, the, of these uh, games will increase. Daily logins will increase. Um, user bot content will increase. Crossplay will you know, probably become standard in the next couple of years. Like right now, um, basically uh, the shift has been um, has been turned on Sony to join the fold now. So now you're going to have uh, people on the PlayStation and on the Xbox and the Switch be able to communicate with each other. If they involve mobile gaming, then basically... Um, Anybody playing a game on any device are going to be able to play with each other, and that's going to be um, that's going to be huge for publisher um, titles, and going to be huge in pushing revenue and making revenue for publishers uh, titles. Okay, so that wraps okay, so that wraps it wraps it up for episode twenty of Play on Gamer, and. Um, Sorry, it's been a month. Sorry that it's been a month for me to uh, release this uh, podcast. Um, just uh, I just wanted to get this computer situation figured out. I got a new computer. I got a mic, so I'm on my way to making this professional. And now I just got to work on the video end and um, and uh, improve my uh, the video portion of this Play on Gamer show, which is available on the Gamers Block YouTube channel. G-A-M-E-R-S-B-L-O-C-K on YouTube. Also, um, I have a Twitter account, Play on Gamer X on on Twitter. Any um, announcements that were not made through a video upload on YouTube or on um, an audio drop through your various podcast networks, 
You can um, head over on there on Twitter account. You can get in contact with me and stay up to date with gamers with uh, gamers block and play on gamer. Okay, so this is episode twenty. I'll see you later.